Welcome again to Elect Reality. I am Mystical Mia. Thank you so much for tuning in. Please check out my website at southwestmystic.net or my YouTube introductions at Southwest Mystic. Elect Reality is a podcast aimed to help us learn how to live with our planet, not just on it. So here we go. Hi. I am Mystical Mia. Thank you for tuning in. This is my podcast episode two, and I have entitled it Aliens. This is about energy, about positive energy and negative energy, and what we can do with it and the power that it brings. So I've been on this planet for some decades, long enough to have definitely seen aliens Definitely seen mystical creatures in the woods. I am a lifelong avid camper. I've seen strange crafts in the sky, lights. I have had experiences of lost time as well. I had a request that that I discuss this more and my thoughts on this stuff that I have witnessed. And typically, I haven't witnessed these things by myself. When I was very young, probably three or four years old, I got up one night and I was going into my mom's bedroom as kind of a young child routine thing. We lived in the country, like miles from any neighbors aside one house. Uh, I walked into her room and I saw three little men looking creatures. Like they weren't men for sure. They were like short They had like the classic alien head. They didn't have any clothes on. I didn't see or remember any genitals. Um, They were just standing in her room and she was sleeping. She had no idea, it didn't seem. And I looked at them and they turned and they looked at me and they had these big eyes. I looked at them and I just felt calm and I turned around and went back to bed and I went back to sleep. So this happened at least twice. I have tried asking my mom about it, but I don't think she knows. She did tell me once she saw little people standing by her bed when she about died giving birth to my brother, but she really didn't give me any details. So about eight years later, I was walking to a friend's house through the woods because that was the shortcut, and it was at night. So I was walking, and I saw this huge, dark, shapeless shadow walk right in front of me. When I got to my friend's house, she was saying she was freaking out, and she had sage lit, and she had this A-frame house with oriental fish flags. And when I walked up to the house, I just saw white candles all over in the windowsills, and I knew she had felt it also. It was a nerving night because we were out in the woods the night prior, and we saw these lights hovering in the sky, but not like helicopters. And in that area I grew up in, helicopters were pretty much it. Um, Very occasionally you would see an airplane, but it was helicopters, and that was usually search and rescue or to catch partiers that were doing fireworks in the woods. 
when we, we moved home fast on our bikes that night when we saw that because you do you got a sense like something is going to take me away. Things like that have happened a few times. Um, and when I say the woods, I'm not saying like, you know, there's a big neighborhood and then there's a hill behind you. Um, we were going miles and miles into the woods. I was definitely a country girl growing up, going 15, 20 miles was really not too stressful of a day as far as activity. So uh, later on in life, you know, and that this was before drones and flying camera stuff at all. Like this was back in the day of VHS camcorders, like old school stuff. When I was a teenager in the 90s, I was with my dad by the river and we saw these hovering lights above the river and then a couple months ago, I saw around the weather balloon time where they were shot down that weather balloon and then the UFOs that they're not talking about. Um, I was seeing spaceships and UFO things daily. I've been camping out in the wilderness and I've heard some crazy sounds, giant rocks falling and crashing. Elks, they stampede and it's like earthquakes. I have been in my fair share of wilderness, but nothing stands out more than when you sense something is watching you. The hairs stand up on the back of your neck. My forehead will get warm or the back of my hands will tingle. I will immediately start by looking for snakes uh, if it's snake season. Otherwise, I look up in the trees for cats or bears. Then I scope through the trees looking for cats or bears, and I repeat to myself, move fast, don't run. If I'm clear under my branches, and I will keep walking, looking up, then down, up, then down, until the feeling is gone. And then I will scan the whole area, usually when I get into an opening, just to make sure I am in the clear that my instincts are guiding me correctly. Please check out my website, southwestmystic.net, uh, and my YouTube for previews at Southwest Mystic. And always please be very careful in the wilderness and always leave no trace. So I have learned many times to just calm myself down because I am an avid outdoors person. Animals feel our energy. We are connected to animals with our energy. Aliens are already using our energy to their advantage, and we are not being alerted as to how, if our government is hiding it, or if I perhaps have not looked under all the right rocks yet. Birds are incredible communicators. They will laugh at me if I get off the trail in the wrong directions. Birds have my back. Life is so beautiful when you allow it. And when you tune your energy on the right frequency that the earth is tuned with, life becomes this beautiful, open skyscape of anything. Anything, the impossible seems possible when you feel rooted with that energy. It appears to me that the aliens are already here, and they are simply figuring out how to clean up our mess while we wait for the planet. We are killing ourselves, and they have energy power. 
Remember that entire thing about energy and we are all energy beings and we all have these spirits that are energy. If you have positive energy as a collective and we can keep that same mind frame together, our brains will grow together and make us only smarter. That's what the aliens have completely mastered. I don't think that they fill up their spare time with TikTok so much as they are researching what our atmosphere is made of and how to dispose of nuclear waste when we're gone and how to reverse the effects of plastic that we are um, taking and dumping into the ground when it's toxic or we are filling up our oceans with. I am pretty sure that they are able to, that they, as in the aliens, are able to throw meteors at us. I don't think it's much coincidence we see these asteroids and meteors right after shooting at UFOs. And because those images won't even get released, that's kind of, it's kind of asinine. It's frustrating for those of us that actually might, um, like to be a part of how do we fix this and how do we solve this instead of, oh, as long as I don't see it, it's not real. These aliens, they're not going to stop. They might be assisting us. I I really don't know how or what kind of a connection we have on a physiological level with these aliens, But I do know that on an energy level, they want us to exterminate ourselves before they exterminate us because of the laws of karma. But we are really doing a lot of damage to the planet and to the animals. So if they have telepathic powers, they can most definitely be infiltrating high population areas and creating changes in the energy, in your spirit, either by bringing you down or ensuring that some person, some influencer or somebody with a big following is able to affect a mass of people in a negative way to suppress and create the direction for humankind to keep going towards um, a quicker extinction without using animals as casualties. So something to think about with that respect. Uh, They may want us weeded out like some countries seem to do when they get overpopulated. Um, Some countries will cause viruses and different forms of um, different types of, uh, how do I say it, ways to lessen their more vulnerable population so that they are not having to support those people financially via healthcare and nursing homes. Since our energy levels and destruction are starting to hit into the negatives predominantly, as in uh, the world's in a pretty bad place where we're even having fights over Disney World. Globally, I think that these aliens are either considering extincting us to save the planet and the animals, or they're just waiting to see. If they see we are about to go nuclear, that will only hasten their prospects. Time is all they need, uh, the aliens. So 
with that being said, again, with our energy levels at the levels that we are at, which is a global all-time low, and we are not making the progress needed in a fast enough manner, because while science keeps repairing, we keep damaging. It is a five steps forward, four steps back approach for science. And I almost want to say it's 5,000 steps forward, 4,999 steps backward. Because humans as societies and civilizations, we are not doing our part. We are not being reimbursed for these vehicles that we have been spending lots of money to, lots of money on that are polluting. We are not being given uh, vouchers to trade in our gas stoves for induction and convection. We are not being given filtered water in our homes. So we go and we buy these plastic one-time use bottles and these cause pollution and these start clogging up and killing our oceans. This is a very, very bad state that we are in right now. And we have to shift our energy and we have to treat ourselves better. I think that this planet is a regeneration station for energy. We are causing animals to go extinct. How do they regenerate if they've gone extinct? They can't. And where is Earth going anyways? Are we almost there? The more positive energy, the faster we will go. The more positive energy made, the less the aliens will think they have a claim on this planet. This planet is something to protect as a globe and take care of as a globe. Because we are not as advanced as the aliens in many obvious respects. And we should remain interesting because we are very advanced in a lot of ways. And we are very useful. And we are fundamental to this ship or this planet, Earth, your town, your neighborhood, your home. I think that when you see those UFO podcrafts that hover for days at a time, I think they are. Uh, some are made here. I think some are definitely copycat spy craft. And I think some are energy absorbers like magnets. And they take energy up to their alien spaceships. I don't know what energy it is, but something tells me it may have to do with starting a new regeneration station without humans. And perhaps it is on a spaceship perhaps with plants to preserve what is at its peak purest and learn to clean our climate once we've killed ourselves off as forced plastic and pollution addicts. In a lot of ways, I could say that um, you might want to think the aliens are possibly doing like a giant harvest type of a Noah's Ark thing if you are familiar with that story. I feel there are many, many pyramids that we are not aware of. 
that as civilizations and that uh, our government doesn't want us to be aware of because they want to keep us as workers. Because as they figured this out, this whole energy thing and what's actually going on, they realize that, oh, let's just keep we're we're such heavy creators. I want this and it's going to cost this much money. And I figured out how to get it. And I'm going to take advantage of the workforce. And they'll never, ever get to even see the amazingness that I'm going to get from their work. That's That's kind of an inaccurate failing method. And it's time to start making a big change because the failing method is proving itself by our failing of keeping this earth running. Those pyramids are energy spheres. The crystals and rocks on this planet are powerful. And the larger they are and more connected, the more powerful is my understanding. I would be curious uh, if there is a map of the diamonds found in the pyramids if it made a certain shape in a certain direction, or what types of jewels, if there was any jewels that were banned, perhaps. It's very interesting when you start doing research and looking into the pyramids, because it really does seem to hold a lot of uh, what our history books need to be saying. But we haven't quite figured it all out yet to decipher it in a nice, concrete way to put into a school book. So these aliens, whether they dropped us off here or not, they allow us with use of this huge playground. What, what are we doing with it? We are maniacs to not be acknowledging that it is time to slow down. And meditation really is a key to shifting this planet in a positive direction. We have some amazing stuff we do as humans. That is not a doubt in my mind. But we are using too much negative energy and we are messing up the cycles of our life for animals and ourselves. We need to start being positive, going out of our way to love ourselves first, following the universal rules for energy and understanding karma, believing in yourself. Learn how to be kind and stay kind. And if you have a negative thought or an opinion of why you don't agree with something, unless the outcome is for the good of the planet, you need to start keeping those thoughts to yourself because negative comments that affect other adults is not going to be productive as a society or a civilization for us to move in the right direction. And if we want to collectively get off this train of being the workforce for the government and the rich people. Make eye contact and acknowledge we are all made of energy and that we are creators, not a workforce to watch the rich get richer and the aliens farm off of us to take over. We don't need to be violent toward each other. What is that? That's the opposite of positive. That's the opposite of a collective. That's the opposite of freedom when you are nervous if your kid can even should go to school. 
and they say, no, I want to go to school. I love school. And it's like, oh, my gosh. But this world is so negative. It's we need to be more positive if we want to acknowledge the collective that we are. We are keepers of this planet. We need to stop acting like we are trash. We need to stop treating each other like trash. This is an amazing world. And each one of us has these meters of depression and anger to love and joy. And if we can start changing our meters to love and joy, we will start to succeed again as a collective. It's time to end this workforce revolution that started in the industrial revolution and global trade that was forced by our government. We need to start succeeding again, and we need to fix. We need to clean up this mess. We are Americans. We don't need a dictator to know how to do what is right. When you vote, please think about my words. We need to be putting ourselves as a nation first and as a spiritual civilization that we are meant to be. We need to slow down as a planet and shift gears for the sakes of the lions, for the whales, for the creatures we don't even know exist or can't prove it because they can zip in and out in a flash. We don't need to be thinking that this is all a big pretend fake game. This is very real. And we need to be taking care of this planet or we risk losing it. My children, your children or nieces or nephews or cousins, scientists, doctors, astronauts, artists, and I'm sorry, I put artists right up there with astronauts because without art, without positive art, without spreading a message in a way that connects with somebody, you can't share energy. Art is such a huge key. Why do we take cooking classes out of schools? Why do we take um, physical education out of schools? Why are we taking music education out of schools? Those are the core of our spirits. That is because our government and the rich people and the people that are controlling our moves in our education systems are aimed to suppress. This is not a joke. This is very real. I'll say it again. We are Americans. We don't need a dictator to know how to do what is right. Please think about this. How difficult it is to just to place a halt on these wars and a halt on this financial gamut that the government seems to think overrides the entire being of the planet. Can we put a halt on it? Is there a way to put a 50-year stop on everything or a 100-year stop on things? And in that time, agree to get all this nuclear stuff out of this atmosphere somehow. Um, something to get the planet to start cleaning up 
it's going to be very slow. In order to clean up, it's very slow. If you've ever cleaned up anything, you would know it's much faster to make a mess than it is to clean up. We need to slow our work days. We don't need to be doing five days a week. We need to literally be slowing down. We need to increase salaries to make up for that. We need to cap these gasoline prices. And we need to stop big pharma from gouging us. And we need to stop over prescriptions from providers so that big pharma stops pocketing tons and tons of money on pills that sit in your drawer or get put into, I don't know, I, I really hope you dispose of your medications correctly, but they say like kitty litter or sometimes, sometimes a police department will take them, but I very, very rarely you have to call them and it can turn into a mess to get rid of these pills. And it's so important that we stop allowing big pharma to be making so much money off of us because that's what's causing our insurances to go up. It's um, drops in a bucket. Yeah, if you have a, a whole whole huge list of medical needs, yeah, you do cost more. But if we're taking care of ourselves as a, as a society, as far as our weight, our blood pressure, our mental health, then as a society, collectively, all of these insurance costs will start going down. So we need to start, start breaking the bonds of what pharmacies have pushed on to the Americans. And we need to demand that we can either get a refund on the pills that we're not using or that we have an easier way to dis dispose of them because it's really not okay how I am pretty sure almost every household has extra prescription medications that they are aren't using or they think they might use. That's not the way those prescriptions are supposed to work. They don't, you don't hold on to them for a rainy, rainy day. They have expirations. We need to do, start doing more things like that collectively to start slowing this stuff down. We do need to stop using these single-use plastics, plastic trash bags, if you can avoid putting trash bags into certain trash cans in your home, please do that. Consider investing in a trash compactor or using different alternative methods to those trash bags so that we can collectively start slowing the production of those plastics instead of waiting for these lawmakers who don't even know how to um, get along and they... Uh, literally are fighting about lies. They are literally taking up their energy to fight about stuff that's non-existent because they want to create issues because what they are trying to do is start new herds, new herds of people. And it's important I absolutely agree. Like at the grocery store, I'd rather have that crazy person in front of me than behind me. So I agree. It's important that we realize and see that there are some people that have very, very flawed outlooks on what reality is and what life is. And it's very selfish and it's very greed driven. And most of them have a podium or a box to stand on because somebody with a lot of money with those same ideas is putting money in their pockets to speak for them. Um, 
in a, like a monkey in a suit, so to speak, put a nice cute little suit on him and you'll think he's absolutely adorable versus just a plain monkey in the zoo. I think they're both adorable, but I, I'm, I hope you understand what I'm saying. The gasoline prices. I will we'll discuss this very quickly. They're all, oh, it's rockets and feathers. No, it's called price gouging. Rockets and feathers. Price gouging is price gouging. I live in a tourist area. Every, every freaking spring, the prices go up by at least 50 cents a gallon. And they're like, oh, no, it has to do with this. No, no, it has to do with price gouging. It is, we are being scammed. Rockets and feathers, that's baloney. We need to collectively start making a stand against these oil companies that are also killing the oceans. Look at Africa. Look at how just just take a quick look on your internet and see how many African areas have been able to thrive off of their fishing and their natural resources in the last 10 years. There's hardly any, if there are any, because the big oil companies have wiped them out. Big fishing has wiped them out. These people now depend on us to send them snack packs so that they can maybe eat once a day because we have wiped out their reserves and their natural means to be able to thrive as civilizations. We have some bad karma that we need to be cleaning up. And it's it needs to not be our government that can clean up this mess. We need to collectively, as a civilization, make a huge radical shift to bring more positivity to the world and change what this planet is doing for each other, for ourselves, for the plants, for the soil, for the animals, for the atmosphere, for the stars, for the moon, for the sun, for the future planets that we will no doubtedly be colonizing on as a better collective. We need to take care of this beautiful, beautiful planet we have because I pay attention to those um, galaxy websites and Earth wins. We win. We got it. We got it. We need to be taking care of this and we need to help those aliens understand it's not their time. It's ours. So I, I'm just I'm not trying to be another echo box into society. I'm just trying to make an even plane, an even understanding, an equal understanding of what is actually happening here so that we can make this world a better place. I can't shout it out, but I'll podcast it till my throat is sore. Own the energy coming from your mouth. Own the products that you use in your everyday life realize, oh, do I want to buy that? I might only use it one time. Is there something else I could use instead that I can use multiple times? Own the energy that you're using, the energy coming out of your mouth. Enjoy the ride. It's a never-ending bid on how we could go. And we need to save this planet or we fail. And this re-energizing and the re-regeneration of energy is a very real thing. And it's something that everyone really should collectively understand that it's not part of religion. It is science. It is spirituality. I would like to dedicate today's podcast 
to the juniper trees in the southwest here. These juniper trees can live up to 700 years old. And because of this quote-unquote spirit of the southwest law that we have out here, ranchers are allowed to just chop these trees down so that cattle can graze through them. And then they build fences so that the pronghorn sheep can no longer continue its migration pattern and slowly keeps going extinct before our eyes. I would like to dedicate this podcast to the juniper trees, to all those trees that are victims of ranching and deforestation due to the greed of humans, not for the planetary gains of the humans. I'm also dedicating this podcast again to the children, the kids, the teenagers, the young adults, to anyone listening with an open mind enough to get where I'm coming from so we can start moving in the right direction as a society and make our planet a better place. I'm trying to save the planet, and that's what I'm doing my best here for today. I am Mystical Mia. Check out my website, southwestmystic.net or my YouTube at Southwest Mystic for my YouTube updates introductions. Thank you so much for listening. I'm sending love and light. Thank you. Okay, we'll start again. I was just warming up.